And welcome to On The Right Track, the podcast that talks business, digital marketing and recruitment without the jargon. We are simply people talking to people. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Kate. Whether you're a business owner looking for ways to grow and scale, a professional looking to share helpful tips and tricks with like-minded people, or simply looking for a safe space to share the wealth of knowledge, we believe that we're all on the right track in our own way. Join our tribe as we explore the hottest trends in the biz and give you exclusive insights into what it's really like behind the scenes. From the success stories to the horror stories, nothing will be left unturned. New episodes are available every Wednesday, 12.30 AEDT time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and more. Got a question, comment or have a suggestion of what you want us to talk about next? You can submit your voice recordings, which we'll put directly into our episode, or you can leave your comment via our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search On The Right Track Podcast. And now for today's episode. Hello, welcome back. Yes, round two. For anyone that's listening, we're doing a, not a big dump, but um, we just recorded an episode and doing another one because... um, why not? Away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going away in about a week now, isn't it? Next week. Yep. Next week. Well, yeah, we leave next Friday. Oh my God, yeah. you're so excited. Is the camper van already? Well, the outside is. I've just mm-hmm. got to um, pack all the food and pack all the clothes. So that's the, um, the fun part. But I'm really glad that because originally it was supposed to be away on holidays now, but we put it back. But I'm really glad we did because it's raining and they're flooding okay. up in Queensland again. So I'm like, yay, hopefully that'll all be, well, not yay because they're flooding, but um, hopefully all the rain will be gone by the time we get there. I'll, I'll cut that bit out where you just yayed to people getting flooded. Yeah, I know, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean that at all. It's mm-hmm. terrible for those people that are getting flooding, and particularly in Mackay and all there, but um hopefully the rain will be done by the time we get there well again by the time we get there hopefully it's all cloudy yeah yeah happy (laughs) to support the local community and um yep go and buy stuff and do all that but yeah yeah after it's not raining exactly exactly so yeah that's that's what's um what's happening good oh my god I'm so excited for you this is every time Kate texted me about the car situation which oh. has just been a bloody round what's it called what's the, what's the I'm looking for nightmare round the bend they've taken mm. you round the bend yeah there we go um yeah every time you've said that I'm just like they must be doing something or they're hiding mm. something or oh bloody hell I just think they're just so busy and they can't get parts and whatnot. So, but on the on the positive side is we're still going anyway. But I'll get to have another shorter holiday when we have to pick the car up because we'll just fly up, pick it up, and drive home. So yeah, there you go. That'll be that'll be a, a couple of days off. So that'll be good too. God, hopefully. Oh, it sounds so good though. What are you going to do in Queensland anyway? You got any um, plans up in there? No, not really. Um, the boys will want to go to the theme park, so I'm sure we'll do a day that we'll go and do some of those. Um, I'm actually really just looking forward because I love being in the van. It's just 
I don't know, it's awesome. Um, everyone's yeah. a lot more relaxed and it's just a really nice feeling. So I can't wait just to get back in there and relax and not have to stress and not have to do the, yes, we are taking the kids out of school, so I've still got to do homework with the kids, but I don't have the Monday swimming, Tuesdays chases swimming, Wednesdays something else, Thursdays soccer. Like I don't have all of that to worry about. We can just be like, yeah, a family. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that was the positive. I shouldn't say that. So ne- turning negatives into positives. But when it was COVID and lockdown, at least we didn't have all the running around, like the weekend soccer and the swimming and the cricket and the this and the that because everything was shut. So it was actually nice to have nothing to do on the weekends or after school where now it's just like, what day is it? What, what have we got on today? <laughs> like, Yeah. It's just great. Again. Yeah. And you know what? I used to think, I used to hear like, mums before I had kids and they'd sort of be saying oh you've got to do this and you've got to do that and all these after school activities and I'm like it can't be that bad but now I'm living yeah. it I'm like yeah it is <laughs> mm-hmm. I was one of those kids when I was growing up that I did everything mm-hmm. and then I got bored because I got bored of everything very quickly so I was part of the karate club I was part of the yep. drama club I was part of the dance club and uh, singing club and um, horse riding and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and I would quit after like three to six months because I just um, one of them kids that think I love to do something and then when I have to put in any commitment it's like oh I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was the same. I think I did karate, I did surf club, I did tennis, I did ballet, I did physio, I did flute lessons. Um, I did all, like, yeah. And I still remember one day it was tennis on a Saturday morning and I played tennis and Dad turned up to pick me up with the horse in the horse float because it was literally go to tennis and then to pony club. And it was just like, I don't know, at the time I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool, I get to do this and that. And now as a parent I'm like, the amount of effort that they went to for yeah. me to do all that stuff. Like, especially Chase the other day, he came home, he's like, I want to do BMX. I'm like, what oh. day are we going to fit that in? Like, come on. Yeah, you've got to drop something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want to drop swimming. I'm like, no, swimming's non-negotiable. You've got to do swimming. And he's like, oh, well, we'll just find more time somewhere. I'm like, where? Yeah, when you're sleeping, when you're dead. Like, what, like, what time do you think? Exactly. You do soccer two nights a week. You do swimming two nights a week. There's only one night left. <laughs> and that's the day I want off. Thank you very much. It's Friday afternoons. <laughs> no, no. That sounds cool though, BMX. Mm, I know. So who knows? And then now Austin, he wants to do soccer and he soccer's on a different day and it's just. Oh, my God. Yeah. The fun, the fun. And they all start at 3.30 and Chase finishes school at 3.15. So you've literally got 15 minutes to get from school to whatever activity you've got on. Well, I guess that's better, actually, because rather than it being like an hour later, you're going home to then get out the door again, you know, like at least. I think I'd prefer that because then I don't have to do the mad pick up and I could, I don't know, go to the supermarket, do what I need to do there and then take him to whatever he's got to go to true and he's at that age you've got to like stay and watch him you can't just kick him out and go why that's what my dad did he's just like there you go you're a horse riding by I don't care yeah, well, this. I'm sure my parents used to do that as well be like okay you're here yeah we'll pick you up in an hour nah you got to stay there you got to watch them and it's like okay we're watching swimming laps that's so much fun <laughs> again oh dear but anyway so today's topic what are we talking about Holly 
So I know Kate has a cold and I myself am just feeling a bit down in the dumps because it's raining today and it's going to rain tomorrow and Mm. it's coming to the end of the week and I don't know it's just been one of them weeks where yeah just things happened and I just wanted a chill episode and actually we had no idea what we were going to do until what (laughs) an hour ago. Yeah at least you're honest see I would have sort of said like we're just winging it but you'll go now we had nothing (laughs) we had absolutely nothing but one thing I do do in my free time or if I'm just cleaning something I put on my headphones and I listen to this uh I don't know whether it originated on YouTube or if it was a podcast before I'm not too sure but either way it's these two podcasters called two hot takes and maybe people have heard of them before and you know shout to them for um inspiring this idea but essentially what they do is they have a topic so they usually do relationships or like bad breakups and things like that and they go on reddit And they find the most interesting or most upvoted, which is kind of like a like um, in Reddit terms, uh, stories. And then they go ahead and they read the story and they also give their opinions and read the top comments on that story. And basically, it's just a fun way of getting your opinions out there. And I think it's really cool. So I wanted to take that idea shout out to two hot takes for again inspiring this and do about recruitment and essentially the horror stories of recruitment yeah and see I'd never heard of reddit before so I was like oh this sounds interesting and um before we started this podcast episode Holly read I think it was the first line of one of these and I was like what but that wasn't the whole story and I was I was still like taken back at the first line I was like that's terrible and I was like no it gets more more. it gets better the line that Kate was shocked about was the very first one like she said was my interviews typically last on average six to eight minutes and I just went sorry what like (laughs) I actually I shouldn't laugh I have had a candidate that did have a 10-minute interview and it was for an executive role. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And when they rang me, I'm like, "Have you? Did, did you get lost? Like, is something wrong? And they're like, no, I finished. I'm like, oh, that went well then. <laughs> oh, dear. Wait, was that a good interview or a bad interview? Did they get the jo- job or anything? Didn't get the job. It oh, wasn't God. a bad interview, but um, the person doing the interview had to go and to an emergency situation and just sort of went oh yep okay yep you look really good I'll call you that was pretty much the interview that's such Mm. a bad interview and Mm -hmm. that gives a bad impression on the candidate and you know Mm -hmm. I guess there's nothing you can do in an emergency situation but still like you reschedule after a 10 minute interview you reschedule no there was no reschedule there was I'll call you to which the candidate went don't bother so yeah good on them Mm, that was a good one so yeah, back to the <laughs> the six to yeah. eight minutes isn't the horror story. No, it was a different one. But since we've already read that one, should we skip that one and go to yeah, the let's one? skip that one. Yeah. So, do you want me to read out the stories since you're the recruiter, and then you give your take? Yeah, on that the sounds good because yeah. we know how sometimes I like to um, <laughs> add words and change words around. And what was it last week? Uh, converse something or other oh yeah there was that one there was another one entitled no not entitled what was it yeah I remember I remember laughing about it you Um, just pissed yourself laughing basically sorry for the language but (laughs) (laughs) fine I did piss myself laughing (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll think anyway. of it because I didn't think of it in the middle of the night and I went, oh, yeah, maybe. But anyway, <laughs> Got it. Yes, yes, that was yeah. it. Can you say it again? It's integral, but I said integral. Yeah, and I think it's integral. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, comment down below if you think it's integral or integral. <laughs> Maybe it's an Australian thing. I don't know. You're weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So this uh, Reddit uh, tagline is, employers of Reddit, what was the worst way a candidate messed up a job interview with your company? And the top comment, i.e. the comment that got the most upvotes, so this is the most popular story, <clears throat> it says, I worked for a car rental company and our building was a bit awkward to get into. You had to go past the building and hang a U-turn to get to us. I had been in interviews all day and had about 30 minutes before my next, so I opted to run out for food. When I left the lot, a young lady cut across, driving the wrong way in traffic, then flipped me off when we almost collided. You already know the rest. I came back and she was sitting waiting in the lobby, resume in hand, and I told her to leave immediately. <laughs> wow, that is a story. First, the wrong way in traffic, and then the flipping off is just amazing. Oh, but it just... I don't know, like it just shows that sometimes you never know who you're going to meet. Like the world is so small, mm -hmm. you've got to be very careful. And I don't know, like particularly, like obviously the, the person, well, I shouldn't say obviously the, the candidate may have been running late or just mm -hmm. sort of in a hurry, but driving down the road, like that's, that's illegal as it is. But then like flipping someone off in such close proximity to where you're going to be interviewing, I don't know. I sort of think that there could be a slight chance of that, but um, yeah, that's pretty funny. Could you that's just imagine when you walk in and you just see each other to be like, oh, bugger. <laughs> I know, but I mean, what does she think? Like going the wrong way in traffic anyway, mm. you're then not entitled to then flip someone off when they almost collide with you. Like you're the one in the wrong here, love. Like don't, don't think you're a, an angel at this situation. Yeah. But she was just obviously in a hurry just trying to get there. That's all that was. Yeah, but still, like, oh, there's a way to do it. Like, just <laughs> ring up and say you'll be 10 minutes late. <laughs> um, uh, but lucky, like, imagine if she'd got arrested or something. <gasps> That'd be amazing. Like, why couldn't you come? I got arrested. Yeah, but I was literally outside your parking lot. Yeah. I got arrested. <laughs> oh, my God. This, that reminds me of um, the, I won't say anything, else but a company I did work for um we were waiting for this guy to turn up to take on his shift and he didn't turn up and this guy was kind of unreliable anyway like he kind of got drunk sometimes and just showed up late which you're really not meant to do so he, I think it was on his two strikes and then third strike you're out yeah 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 and um he didn't come in for the entire shift I had the mm -hmm. same shift as him same time same start and end time and he didn't show up and then we were just like oh dear well we're not going to see him again are we but um turns out about a week later we got a phone call um and it was my manager asking me to take on his shift and I was like oh what happened to him by the way and he goes I'm not meant to say anything but we were kind of cool anyway and they were like don't say this to anyone but he got arrested and um yeah he got kind of detained and got sent back to his country and I was like oh <gasps> 
<sighs> yeah, wow. it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, apparently he had um, weed or cannabis on him or something and straight away detained, deported. Yeah, gone. Yeah, gone. Wow. See, this is the thing. I must just live under a rock or I don't know. Like I just, my husband says to me all the time, I live under a rock. I have no idea what happens in the real world. Um, but, yeah, like it's just, wow. And I guess, I don't know. I can't even talk. When you read these sorts of things, you think are there people really like that out there? But yes, there is. And I should know that because I work in recruitment and I get to, to work with some of them that are interesting at times. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> the top comments on this are, that's comedy gold. You are 10 minutes late. And then they say in uh, italics, I just clock, check it again. I'm right on time. Mm. But see, that's the thing. I say to my candidates all the time, like turn up, 10 or five minutes early yeah just even if you're sitting there for five minutes like that's fine I'd rather you do that than cut someone off in a car park flip them the bird and then sit in there and go oh that wasn't good yeah and to me anyway I don't know I think I've heard this before somewhere but whether uh god here we go I'm stumbling over my words um (laughs) It's something like if you are 15 minutes early, you are on time. And if you are on time, you're late. Something like oh, that. Well, I'm always late then because I run it right on time because I'm, I just you're have management skills. Mm, you're, you're a hypocrite then. Be on mm. time. She's late. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, do as I say, not as I do. But I figure yeah. because I've just got so much I've got to do and I've just, it's just called time, good time management and organisation skills. Like my husband, he will go to an appointment to the doctors, for example, and he gets there 10 minutes early. I'm like, why? Yeah. Doctors run 10 minutes late. Because you never know that one time you're there, on time, you're late and no. you don't see them. No. Well, see, I know if I'm, if I'm running late, I'll ring the doctors and be like, oh, how's he running? Oh, he's 20 minutes behind. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I've got 20 minutes in bed. Exactly. That's exactly how I think. Well, perfect example with the school bell. It goes at 3.15 and there's parents there that are there at 3 o'clock. And I'm like, but they finish at 3.15. Why do we need to get there early? And to make it even better, you don't need to pick them up till 3.30 because the teachers are still there and there's kids that are still left there at 3.30, one of them one of them being mine. But, um, yeah, and he always gets cranky at me because he's like, Mum, I get let out at 3.15. I know, mate, but it's 3.30. You're all good. <laughs> he hates it. He says, can you be on time? The only time I'm on time is if I say if we've got sort of an after, back to after school activities and I'm like, right, look out for me because I will be there right on time and we need to go. <laughs> but anyway, completely off track. So what's the next one we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, again, employers have read it. What was the worst way a candidate messed up a job interview with your company? Wait, is this the same one? I don't think so. Wait, bear well, with me, bear with me. Great, a true revolutionary. Yeah, I'm on that one, I think. So um, yes, uh, this one got 4.7K upvotes and no downvotes, which is very good. Um, and it says, a colleague of mine called this guy in for an interview. He didn't show, and about two hours after he was due in, he called and said he'd been hit by a car. Colleague decided to give him the benefit of the doubt, and they arranged another day. The day arrives, and he didn't turn up again. We got a call from him a while later saying he had broken his tooth on an almond and couldn't come as he'd had to rush to the dentist. 
my incredibly trusting colleague decided to try one more time for another day. The guy finally turned up on the day drunk. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> wow. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't in, in recruiting, they always say, like, trust your gut instinct. And if you get that funny feeling, that's mm -hmm. you've got to trust that. But um you got a sort of question. I don't know. See, I would question the whole dentist thing and I don't know, like part of me goes, oh, that could be a bit sus. But then yeah. part of me goes, oh, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Like obviously they did and he turned up drunk. <laughs> well, what, what's that quote? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Yeah. I think after the second time, like broken his tooth on an almond, you could mm. still do an interview with a broken tooth. Um, yeah. Just saying, yeah. We What's it like an, an arm and breaking your tooth? Like they're not yeah. fair enough. You're eating like toffee or something like that. Yeah. yeah, but almonds aren't that hard, are they? No, not at all. Like I know my gran when she had bloody dentures, she could chew them just fine. But hmm. no. And then um, you're getting yeah. hit by a car, like that's that's extravagant. Yeah, like for if it was for another day, like I guess it wasn't that big of an accident I don't know how much in detail you could go or yeah. ask is that person information I don't know but this is the thing like as as, as a recruiter like you're supposed to sort of have that investigative oh I didn't mm. make up investigative skills and yeah, um like you'd ask questions and sort of say like are you okay is yeah. there anything broken like you, yeah. you could sort of suss it out like got hit by a car and completely hit by a car well yeah you're not going to be good, but tapped by a car, you might be okay. Yeah. And then the top comment on that was, I mean, at least the drunkenness explains how he got hit by the car and broke his tooth. Exactly. It probably wasn't an arm and he probably broke his tooth on a bottle. Yeah. There we go. Trying to, what you know, that trick that people do where they oh. turn the bottle off of the, with their teeth kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes me cringe. But even like, back to my crazy younger days drinking out of a bottle like I've hit the bottle on my tooth I've never broken a tooth or a bottle but I guess if you did it hard enough you probably could I have <laughs> <laughs> so going back to my university days I, it was my first year and I was the first one in my flat to turn I think it was 20 no 19 um so we're all 18 we're all of drinking age but it was my it was the first flat birthday so we went wild um yes, as we do and someone decided to buy me a bottle of absinthe oh absinthe absinthe there we go um and I was kind of not new to drinking but I stuck to my like favorites which was Malibu and Coke or oh. Yeah, I'm such a sweet drinker. So when someone was like, oh, yeah, this is like a drink from Russia and it's really good and it's green. And I'm like, hell yeah, give me that bottle. Like it, it's oh, like WKD, right? Not Midori. <laughs> so I took six shots before <gasps> we went out, before we went out. Plus, like we had drinking games and things like that. And then someone went to give me the shot glass and I thought they were giving me the glass to my hand but they actually put it to my lips. So I went to say thanks and oh. my tooth was out and they just clunked and I felt the tooth, the broken tooth go into my mouth. <gasps> and I was like, what's this? Cause I was very drunk and I swallowed. 
So I swallowed my broken tooth and my tooth is still broken to this day. I've never got it fixed. Oh. <laughs> I'll send you a photo, Kate. Oh, wow. See, so I think it, well, there you go. It, it wasn't an almond. It was a, <laughs> yeah, it was a bloody bottle. <laughs> oh, but those were the days in uni. Remember, you'd always, you do pre-drinks before you go out. Mm-hmm. And I still remember I'd have friends over and mum and dad would be like, why are you drinking before you go out? I'm like, because that's what you do. It's cheaper. Yeah. We've got some money. Like, you pre-game. And then I just think about that now. I could not sit at home and drink and go out. I couldn't go to a nightclub if I tried it. <laughs> too old. But you just sort of think, wow. And then my kids are going to do that. Like, oh, my yeah. God. You wait till I come to Australia. <laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> Pre-drinks will be on again. Yeah. Pre-game, pre-drinks. Um, so the next one is under the same title what was the worst way a candidate messed up a job interview and this one got just under 1000 upvotes and it says several years ago I was the head of a department at a small company as such my boss and I were both present for an hire sorry as such my boss and I were both present for any hiring interviews conducted for my department one particular interview stands out in my mind Halfway through the interview, my boss left for a few minutes to take a phone call. While he was gone, I asked the candidate if she had any questions for me. She immediately tries to pull a bestie shtick and asks things like, do they block any websites on computers here, like Mm. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc.? You can text and use Messenger when he's, my boss, not around, right? And my personal favourite... How much time do you actually have to spend working? (laughs) By introducing myself, I think she assumed I was an assistant. At the time, I looked quite young for my age. When my boss came back, we politely wrapped up the interview and she did not get a call back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, how much time do you have to actually spend working? (laughs) Oh, wow. Like, you know, it's a full-time role, but really, what have I got to do working? I think we've we've sort of had this conversation before that um in some jobs you may take time to do things or, or remember you used to in your last role you used to drink a lot more water than you do now yeah yeah exactly like you waste time <laughs> yeah but to ask that question at interview like wow <laughs> and block it was an assistant like you would think the assistant is gonna like say what they think about the candidate if you are there in the interview, you expect them to be someone who well, is... they're going to be, yeah, yeah, like a decision yeah. maker or someone. Yeah. Like their their input into you, how you interview is going to hold weight. Mm, exactly. Wow. Whatever you say. Like you ask, I was going to say you ask those questions when you got the job, but you don't really ask those questions. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why people would say things like that but particularly um, the last bit of how much time do we have, actually have to spend working like that was just the the topper I think I think yeah. you can ask like do they block things because I when I worked for sort of big pharma companies they used to block certain websites and things because just from risk of spam and I don't know mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. probably too because we're all reps and they know if they kept all that stuff on we'd be on that all day every day but <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, they used to block that sort of stuff. But you'd never, you'd never ask your boss that. You'd talk to the IT people and be sort of like, "Oh, why did they block this?" Or yeah, I think I had one rep that um rang me and she's like, "You know, we can't get on Facebook anymore." And I'm like, 
please tell me that you didn't ask anybody else that or say that to anybody else. They're like, no, I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, maybe just keep that one on the rat. Like, yeah. yeah, you're obviously on there too much that they they know. Yeah, exactly. And if they wanted to twist it and say like, oh, my phone died and I've got to message my so-and-so or my son or daughter or whatever, like I won't be home. I won't, I'll be like, you can twist it like that, I guess, but have a story. Mm. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a great liar. Um, so the last one, I guess, is going to be the last one. Um, there yep. is one more. Um, so you get to choose which one. Uh, the fifth one is titled Bomb Squad or the sixth one is On the Resume. Oh, well, we've talked about On the Resume one, mm. but it'd probably be a doozy. I don't know. I'm torn. Mm. Uh, let's go Bomb Squad. Okay. So it's the same uh, story, uh, headline, what was the worst way candidate has messed up? And the top comment is two candidates, one after another, with the same address on each resume. First guy, yeah, that's one red flag. Uh, first guy chats me up, bouncing in his seat, talking about how he can't wait to get to happy hour through the whole interview. Oh, my God. Oh, then he gives one or two word answers to everything. Talks about how much he loves our competitors' products. Oh. And I'm flabbergasted throughout most of the interview. I conclude the 45-minute interview in 15 minutes and ask <laughs> if he has any questions. He asks if he can leave me with a high five and an exploding fist bump for good luck. I take a 30-minute break until the next candidate to see the first guy talking to candidate two in the lobby. It becomes pretty apparent the second guy got the first to bomb his interview so he would look better. <gasps> wow. So that second guy hired the first guy to make him look better. <gasps> Cheeky. Neither were hired, by the way. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. But I must admit, like I have I have done some interviews with candidates and they're just way over the top. And mm. like you ask them questions, they don't even answer the question. It's completely irrelevant what they're talking about. And you try to bring it back on track and you just go, Oh, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, they and, and also too, like the bouncing in their seat, they can't sit still and they're just like hundred miles an hour. And I'm like, whoa yeah like calm it down at least mm. when they see you I think it's amazing that you offer to kind of like pre-interview them or get them ready for interview because some people get so nervous during interviews that they will just bounce off their seat or say things that might be mildly inappropriate if not very inappropriate Ooh, so you can yeah. like tone it down yeah yeah and that's the thing like that's why I do sort of that um prepping them for interviews like if they've bombed up the interview with me that's and, and but there's something still there that's good well yeah I can do something with it but yeah and you can sort of coach them at that prep time of okay so when you're in interview this is how you need to answer the questions and this is like what you need to do and and all of that but yeah if they completely bomb with me that there's nothing there I can't do anything I'm good but I'm not that good <laughs> some people you just can't help yeah yeah oh my God, I have heard of these in the past where people have paid for other people to go and interview for them but not oh not, yeah I don't know I don't know where I did hear that but I did I read an article that um yeah someone paid someone else they looked similar not 100% alike but yeah went to do the interview he got the role but then when 
the real person turned up, they're like, well, hang on, you're not the same person. What? What? Mm. Why do you think that would work? Or they think it would work? I have no idea. You're obviously that desperate for the role, but you've thought about, okay, this is how I can get through the interview process, but when I actually get the job, don't know. (laughs) My God. It's not even like they get paid up front, so it's not like they get their leg in the door or foot in the door and then they get paid and then it doesn't really matter if the guy shows up or whatever, but that's Mm. insane. Like, sure, if you looked quite similar, maybe you would get away with it, but... There's like one in a million. There's what, one in seven people in the entire world that are supposed to look exactly very similar to you or something like that. That's a statistic somewhere. But even identical twins, like, yeah, yeah, they look the same, but they're not the same. Like, they're still, yeah. So weird. Yeah. Kate, if anyone wants to... (laughs) um, help, If anyone wants to reach out to you and maybe even hear about your recruitment horror stories or help them get over maybe a bad candidate experience or if they're Ooh. a candidate get through to a very good interview how can they reach you yeah so the best place to find me is is on linkedin <laughs> it's one of those days today um Kate Flippance, F-L-I-P-P-E-N-C-E. Um, all my contact details there are on LinkedIn. Or if you want to email me direct, my email is kate at alignrecruiting.com.au. And Holly, for any candidates out there that want to, uh, I guess, optimise mm-hmm. themselves and their opportunities as well as clients that are looking to sort of optimise their companies and, and their digital marketing, what's the best way they can contact you? Uh, so, again, on LinkedIn, just search my name, which is Holly Alloway, H-O-L-L-Y, A-L-L-A-W-A-Y, and you can find uh, my platform on there that gives you all the details. I work with recruitment and talent acquisition specialists, and I also work with candidates, or even if you're a recruiter searching for clients, I also help you find the candidates for the roles um and go on my contact info you can get a link to my website which is aurora digital marketing solutions.com on there there are a ton of free resources for web development for content creation linkedin optimization and so on and if you want any other help just reach out to me holly at aurora digital marketing solutions.com where i'm very happy to have a chat with you and again give you some free tips And again, we also have some socials. Kate, do you want to tell us the socials? Yeah. So socials, we have Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram is on the right track podcast with an underscore between each word. And our Facebook is on the right track podcast. So please jump on there. Do some comments on there. If you've got a topic that you want us to have a to talk about, please share it with um, with us because we'd like to um, see what people want us to talk about. Um, yeah. We sometimes, like today, run out of ideas, but we got there. <laughs> Somehow. I got that. Um, but, yeah, no, that was really fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a good one. So now we'll do some research and see if we can find uh, some of those horror stories of digital marketers. Yeah, Reddit is kind of bland about digital marketing, I guess. I guess everyone goes through recruitment, but not many people go through digital marketing, which is understandable. Yeah, see, because us recruiters, we're, we're all the bad ones. Like, yeah. what was our last episode? We're the, the spawn of the devil? Oh, yeah, we are. Digital marketers are attention seekers, then all recruiters are spawns of the devil. Yeah. 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 
love that. Yeah, so if you want to listen to that as well, go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you again, Holly, for a great episode. Thanks for everybody yeah. listening and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, cheers, Kate. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye.